from them. Everything. This is Big Ross with the House of Shock, fucking listening to and speaking on, goddammit, M-H-O-G, the best goddamn fucking New Orleans fucking underground fucking metal podcast in the goddamn universe. And we're back! Welcome to the M-H-O-G podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, and the, you know... The, the rest of the crew is here. I'm Adam. <laughs> yeah. A- Adam's here. Um, I'm here. And we have a very special guest, Mr. Ross Koppelman. What's up, man? We started off with a bang, man. He came out the fucking shoot, and it fell fell apart. Well, it's supposed to. That's, that's what I do. That's how I wrote <laughs> it out. Came in strong and then just kind of filtered out. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, here we are. Nah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> It's the same douchebags that you listened to last week <laughs> with a special guest. Uh, for y'all who don't know Mr. Koppelman, he is basically, you are a, the, the co-owner or owner of the House of Shock? A co-owner, yeah, co-owner works. There you go. I have uh, my, my childhood friends, you know, since uh, my teenage years, I guess you call it childhood. Uh, Jay Grashnet and Stephen Joseph. Uh, st- stuck with us, and then uh, we got this bitch going. Yes, I, I actually remember. Uh, we were talking, me and uh, Rum were talking, and uh, but anyway, for those of you who don't know where the House of Shock is, you have a fucking problem. You've been living under a, a rock. Or, or you're just not from New Orleans. But no, that's, dude, that's it's, it's, it's worldwide. The House of Shock is national. Oh. We're national, motherfucker. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> That's international. They've been on like all kind of was it the Travel Channel and all kind of like haunted stuff. It was, yeah, it, it, it is the number one uh, horror attraction. Is, is it not? Yes, they were number one something. God damn it, we're number one in. They, they are the number. Y'all were the. Uh, I'm pretty sure y'all were the number one at one point. I do recall this. Well, you, I think you're yeah, still number one. That's awesome. Number one. We're number one in fucking our hearts, and that's all that matters. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, me and Rum were talking, man. I, I remember when, uh, you basically you guys started it because it was in someone's backyard. Jay Grashenet, my, uh, my partner in crime. Yep. Yes. He's, uh, he's, he's still here. Can't get, can't get killed bad grass. He's still, uh, <laughs> That's how I feel. If you're, if you're, if you're the rum guy, uh, Justin, then he's he's the whiskey guy. Hey, all right. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, I remember going to that a lot, man. It had, it's twenty rum. Twenty one years. Twenty years, right? Man, it was the twenty one. Yeah, twenty one years. That's and we got a fucking awesome shirt to fucking dude. We have the best shirt ever to commemorate our twenty first year for any metalhead. Really? Hey, should, should I just break, should I just fucking tell you what the fuck it is? Yes, yes do it. Should you come and see it? Either way, it's fucking killer, and any metalhead's gonna want it. Dude, it's fucking 21. It's Blackjack, Ace of Spades with fucking Lemmy, and King Diamond. Dude, fucking, <laughs> shit. with both the portraits on cards, it's gonna be, it's fucking looks awesome, dude. Our, our boy, uh, Tattoo Richie, uh, did it up for us, and it looks really good. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to come get one of those shirts. 
<laughs> well, just just curious. I mean, uh, how how did this all get started for you guys? How did what now? How did this all come to be? I mean, how what were you just sitting around going, man? I want to scare the shit out of people. How did this work? Well, yeah. I mean, it, again, it, it started in in Phil's basement, basically, um, and uh, just we're just you know doing what we normally do. Um, Sitting around bullshitting, listening to music, fucking, you know, talking about music, talking about Halloween, October was coming up, and uh, it just didn't feel the same anymore in our, you know, early 20s. It's like you're too old to go trick-or-treating or, or to fucking, you know, do some kind of ridiculous, you know, haunted house like we all used to do when we were kids in our backyards. And, right. you know, and it's, it's really sucked going to bars. It's just like, you know, eh, it's, you know, happy Halloween and have a beer, you know. Uh, so... It really, it was, it was like, well, fuck, let's go back to old school. Let's, let's do a fucking haunted house and then do it, you know, up to the standards that, that, that we adhere to, the metal standards, you know. Um, so we did that in Jay's backyard, and uh, we, <laughs> we didn't officially open that year. Uh, fire department came in pretty quickly and said, hey, what the hell are you doing here? Haunted house? Well, you don't have this code and that code and this other thing. Oh, so, um yeah, so we were, we were open to the public for free, uh, so we did not make our $800 investment back, which is okay. Uh, but it wasn't really, wasn't really about all that anyway back then. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, and just we progressed. We went to a bigger backyard, and the party continued, and it went to a warehouse when they tried to shove us down in the backyard. Uh, and we actually moved, you remember Zeppelin's? Of course yes. you do. Oh, yes. We moved in the lot next door to Zeppelin's where they had that one little uh, practice house. I forgot what band used to practice practice in that little house that, oh, yeah. that was and had all that acres where people used to park. Yeah, yeah, the little bitty the little bitty shack that was in the front and it had that yeah, like you, the the big empty field. Looking. Yeah, big big lot behind that. Yeah. So that was going to be House of Shock three. Well, that didn't happen because Mr. Benson with his Mercedes uh, dealership right across the street says, "Whoa, what the fuck are you doing here?" And uh, and code enforcement came in and they said, "I will show these guys. Uh, you need to get a warehouse and you know do, do, do it. On, just, what do we need to do? We need to do this. Okay, we're doing it. And we did it and we made it happen just because, out of spite because we didn't want to get shut down. It's like who are you to fucking tell us we can't do this shit? It's, Fuck you, we're doing it. That's when y'all uh, moved, y'all moved it toward. It was off of Veterans then, right? What? It was what now? It, it was right off of Veterans on Cleary. Right, yeah, on, uh, right off of Cleary at, at right behind." Um, well, I think there's a Regions Bank there now. It was on. It was on. Uh, yeah, it was right by uh, the uh, L.A. Capitol Bank. Barron right. Street. Yeah. Barron Street is where it was. Um, so that was year three, and we built that bitch in like two weeks, and it was we. It was fucking killer. The church was fucking awesome, and you know it was. It, it really is <laughs> the shit that we used to do, and that we continue to do just amazes me how you know we are fucking alive <laughs> <laughs> now, I went to it when it was at that uh, that warehouse as well oh you caught it early so yeah that didn't, so we, we rose up underneath the uh, the um, <laughs> the altar which kind of looked like Stonehenge but had heads in it yeah. Uh the goat of Mendes rose up underneath that, and fucking dude, we all stomped and fucking gave praise to the Dark Lord. And uh, <laughs> now we've we still do that, but we do it big time with fucking pyrotechnics and fucking all kind of shit now. 
Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Uh, went last year. I didn't actually get to go into the house because we went and watched um, uh, Dead Horse, actually. Which ah, yeah, fuck yes. Which was fucking incredible, but... Was that not great? Oh, yeah. Fucking, dude. dude, I was smiling ear to ear. Yeah, I, I, you were, I think you were around us somewhere when you were... Because you were, you were in costume, so... Yeah, and when I'm in costume, I don't normally talk to people, so if I was rude, just <laughs> chalk it up to Belial. I'm sorry. Well, that's all right. You you were in costume and you were rocking out anyway, so it yeah, you know, everybody was because man, they were they were that was awesome. Cool, cool man. Yeah, it was fucking. It was it was good that we were able to pull that off. That was a that was a personal choice, you know, <laughs> and uh, and it was it was a you know a good one. And and this year, of course, is going to be you know I hate God on Halloween night. I know. Um, saw that with the ret- the return. It's uh, it's amazing. It, it's going to be a first for me as well. I mean, uh, you know, Joey was you know a big part of yeah. my life. You know, with, with with Clear Light as well, and plus you know all the years I spent with I Hate God as their unofficial tour manager. Um, yeah, it's just uh, definitely fucking hit home, man. It was fucking hard, but. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I mean, you can't you can't kill bad grass once once again. You know, those motherfuckers are gonna rise up out of the ashes, and it's what Joey would have wanted. You know, oh. so I, I think uh, I think that that they're going on is is killer. Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. I mean, I was completely shocked when I heard that. Yeah, the, the news came down to us. Uh, you know, shortly after it happened, and uh, you know, all I could do was you know fucking cry, man. I'm on the phone with his with his girl with uh, with Punkin, and just uh, you know just crying. And that's it, you know. I mean, fuck. What are you gonna do? I mean, yeah. Uh, like I said, dude, it was just a. I, I honestly, I didn't really know him as much, of course, as well as you guys did. I mean, I've, I've talked to him a few times, you know, and that stuff, just being in the scene with him and stuff. But it's just, it's still, man. It's that it was a big part of, you know, this area. New Orleans, yeah, New yeah. Orleans. Because you know, and he was, and he was like. A bigger fan of New Orleans than anyone. He was totally into the the, the Mardi Gras Indian culture, and uh, his his uh, his ceremony was at the uh, Voodoo Temple right there on on Saint Claude. Um, and uh, uh, Miriam, who was uh, who was the, the the Voodoo priestess there, she she you know it was very well done. We had a drum circle. It was you know uh, it, it was very Joey, and uh, and it was very cool, and it was very you know it was, you know. You know, close friends, band members, and family, and that's the way it ought to be. Right? Yeah, yeah, man, I I completely agree. Oh, well, it looks like we lost Rome. I don't know where he disappeared to. Let's see if I can just give us a second, Ross. It looks like somebody dropped. Yeah, no problem. Rob, you back? Yeah, I don't know what that was. I don't either. You just decided you to leave us. I mean, everything just shut up. I'm on this fucking island has the worst fucking power you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Whatever you needed to drink. Well, yeah, yeah you, just, you could have just said, hey, I'm going to have an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> you had to go find a solution. <laughs> well, welcome Are you back. on those, uh, those coastal islands off of North Carolina? Is that where you're at? Yes, that's where I'm at. Man, All I right. be fucking thing. A whole damn island's run off of nine-volt batteries. <laughs> who's, who's the dude that wrote all the books about that area? Um... Joe. Uh, <laughs> Joe. I can't remember. A literary question in a metal interview. Yeah, we're like, okay. uh, uh, books? Well, he, what, he wrote Prince of Tides. Prince of Tides. Yeah, uh, fuck, I don't know. No, it's not Kevin Costner. Google, Google that motherfucker and act like you know something. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get the Google out. Man, I, you know, it's, there's, there's, no, that's come, reading. Come man. back with some knowledge. Reading is not fun. Yeah, knowledge from Google. Uh, yeah. I don't know, rum's three bottles in. I'm not sure you can see straight. Yeah, yeah. 
No, but yeah, it's fucking fucking island. That's why I'm leaving it tomorrow. Woohoo. Aren't you in Savannah? Savannah? Yeah, I'm heading to Savannah. Again. Again. You know where uh I may be fucking showing my ass here a little bit, but uh Brunswick, Georgia, you know where that is? Yes, I know where Brunswick, Georgia is. Don't ever go there. <laughs> is, is that bad? It's not good. Really, what, really, really not good at all. What 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 terrible experience did you have in Brunswick, Georgia? Not a not a good one at all. One that fucked my life up for a good portion of my life. <laughs> well, what was her name? It still continues to fuck me. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm sorry. What was his name? <laughs> uh, oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, uh, his name was Adam. <laughs> Pat Conroy. Pat, oh, Pat Conroy. That's yes. the guy who wrote the novel. I, yes, I, I, it I is. knew this from a long time. I just was waiting, you know, my time. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Actually, actually, because of because of the Brunswick incident, I know about Pat Conway because I read his book when I was incarcerated. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you gotta have a hobby, and that, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Shit. <laughs> no, it, you know, Savannah's cool though. I mean, there's a lot of good metal in there in Savannah. You know, Kylesa, Blacktoss. One of the one of the last one of the last pure southern towns that we have anymore. You know, it's like old South down there. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is. We have uh, except for I mean, the arty douchebags. <laughs> yeah, the arty guys. Yeah, you're right. Well, you know. Yeah. If it wasn't for for Scad, though, that that town wouldn't be what it is right now. I mean, it, they're they're keeping it, you know, that it's money. Real. Yeah, you know, everybody's you know in these big anti-bellum, you know, anti-bellum dresses, and you know, everybody's got you know. Was anti-bellum? Some, you know, lady anti-bellum. Yeah. No, not anti-bellum. Yeah. Metal. <laughs> That's something different. That is so metal. <laughs> this is the most. That was the most metal answer ever. <laughs> You're not even supposed to know about Lady Annabelle. I know, right? But damn it! It's all rubs. It's a shame that I even know the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, back to back to uh, House of Shock, though. Twenty-one years, man. That's a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, it's it's an amazing accomplishment considering the way that we operate here. Uh, we have a volunteer effort of just under 400 people that are diehards and fucking come here because they love this fucking place and love what we stand for. And uh, and put in their sweat and blood and fucking beer and fucking time and fucking mosquito bites and you know <laughs> ant bites and wasp attacks and fucking put their creativity into this place and make us what it what we what we are collectively. That is and, amazing. Uh, it's, it's it's the last you know <laughs> it's the last fucking you know uh, venue for you know this type of fucking unbridled entertainment that uh, that we give you, I guess. It's, it's just it's it's one of the coolest things you can do, I think. Uh, so I mean, for anybody who hasn't done it, they definitely need to do it. Uh, I remember uh, first time I ever I heard of you guys was uh, I actually saw it on TV. I saw a thing. Uh, it was probably the Travel Channel or something like that because it's a really it's a metal show, you know, Travel Channel. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it looked absolutely phenomenal. It was a couple of years ago, I think I saw it on there. And uh, my plan was this year to come down and and go to do it, but unfortunately, I can't be there. So I'm going to send Wayne and Adam instead. That's because you're a cock. That's why you couldn't be here. You ain't sending me to shit, motherfucker. I'm, I'm sending you. You gotta do I'll something. Take, I'll take away your drinkies. Uh oh. 
That's right. <laughs> I've been talking to Mrs. The Rum, and she's cutting your ass off. No more, no more alcohol for you. Uh, what brand of rum are we talking here? Are we talking the good oh. shit, or are we talking, like, uh, still? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, um, you know how a lot, a lot of people uh, know wine? Out of a wooden leg. A lot of people are, are, are wine aficionados. I, I, I do a lot of, uh, I've, I've had quite a few different types of rum. Um, I've been to many distilleries. I'm part of the uh, United Rum Coalition. Um, so you're, you're a rum fruit. I am. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm totally into it. You're fruit for rum. We all got to be fruit for something, and your your fruit is rum. That's good. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. I, I, I could be a, just really into Zima. <laughs> it actually does get worse if you get to know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just wait. Wait till he gets one of these really long-winded stories about something that supposedly happened. About a, a dog. And, and then, then it... Nothing, it, nothing supposed... It happens. And, and then it something ends... And then shoot something, and yeah. then... And then runs for president. Yeah, then it ends in some weird fun. <laughs> Every story ends in, and then he runs for president. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it does now. That's right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so got, yeah, I mean, fucking to, to back on topic. Yeah, um, yeah. Who gives a shit, right? Let's talk about something else. What else we got? <laughs> oh, no, honestly, man, I, I was going to ask what other what uh, I know you guys are going to have disciples of thrash at at the place because um, actually Joe Pano uh, is uh, was in the band with me for a while, right? Yeah, and uh, I know they're going to be there. Wayne got dumped. No, no, they're playing. They're Saturday night, as a matter of fact. This Saturday. Uh, this Saturday, and then they play again. Uh, I'm not sure the date. I want to say. I'm going to go with a legal answer of the 19th, but I could be wrong. Gotcha. Um, I may be very wrong, as a matter of fact. But uh, I think it's the 19th. Um, uh, just go, go, go look at the website. Go, go, go to our website, houseofshock.com, to see your uh, disciple thrash dates. But, uh, yeah. Um, but then we also have, you know, uh, all right, death to all false metal. We do have the Chiwis playing. You know I mean? You know? It's not everybody that walks through is a metal fan, you know, and you try and pay, you got to entertain people, I guess. Uh, you know, you want to, you want everybody to have a good time and drink, you know? Yep, yep you have to, look, you got to totally understand, I mean, sometimes we talk about a lot of shit that is not metal. <laughs> like Lady and, and, you know, and, and in the end, they're, they're, they're an entertaining act to watch. They yeah. play songs that show, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a good time, you know, and the same thing with the types of thrash. But with it, with music that you like, you know, um, so so yeah, so you know that's kind of kind of what we do. We we used to you know highlight a lot of local entertainment, and uh, you know some local entertainment is just better than others, you know. And it's just like you, you know we try not to to judge when people aren't standing in front of the stage and having a good time, you know. Uh, you know, we support the scene, and that's why we have you know the I Hate Gods and the Crowbars and the Goat Whores and you know the the the, the Bands that have proven themselves, you know, fucking metal worthy. Yeah, and Chaos Aeon as well. You know, with JP. You know, they they really good. they played our, our stage uh, Halloween night uh, a couple couple years ago. I think they played uh, back here for our cast for our cast party night, and uh, you know, fucking another great band up and comer. I, I I gotta say that I'm I'm out of the scene. You know, I'm completely. I don't go to shows anymore, man. I'm fucking old. Um, <laughs> I guess you're never too old, but I, I'm too old. Um, so, 
you know, I, I don't know about a lot of the new killer bands that are coming up from New Orleans, and, and that's, you know, bad on me, I guess. But um, I don't know, maybe, maybe you can fill me in on some. Well, there, there's a, actually a bunch of not, uh, pretty damn good bands out there. I, I haven't, look, man, honestly, I haven't been out to a show in quite a while either. Um, but, like, JP's band is awesome. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard a band from a uh, homo named Dry Socket. I have heard Dry Socket, and they're really good, yeah. They're good guys, man. They're great. They've, they've been on the show. Um, uh, there's a, you know, stoner rock kind of, uh, um, southern rock kind of band, uh, Bad Grass. Uh, former member, uh, yeah, dude, I think you'd like them there. Uh, oh, God, I don't remember if you remember the band Apostasy from way back in the day. Absolutely, yeah. Well, the drummer, Matt Brown, is the drummer for Badgrass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those Did, are some Didn't Matt also play in, in, uh, um, what was the, the band, uh, Shay's band? Uh, ah, shit, real technical shit. Um, fuck. Or it might be a different Matt. Oh, okay. Were they, did they do polka? <laughs> well, technical metal, man. It sounded like, oh, after, after, all, after all the notes got finished pelting you in the ear, it sounded like polka music. Um, <laughs> they were very, very, very technical and very, very good, but, you know, at what they did, uh, it's just what they did, I Sucked. didn't get out to. <laughs> no, it didn't suck. It wasn't, you know, it just wasn't my thing. Right, yeah, it just it wasn't. It, yeah, so, you know, sometimes uh, being technical is great, and and, and but you got to be a little bit technical. It shows your proficiency, but it's just too it, much sometimes. I think, I, yeah, I it's like looking at a really of, busy painting. Well, speaking of bands that Ross Carpelman will probably hate, uh, but sorry, uh, we had a band came into the store the other day, and uh, have you ever heard of We Butter the Bread with Butter? No. Unfortunately, butter the bread with butter. That is the worst name ever. I think is it? Well, I didn't. I, I wasn't there when they came, but they brought over a bunch of like little bumper stickers and like a poster, and uh, like at first, like John showed me the bumper sticker, and I thought it was the name of like a really dumb comedy sketch group. Right. And we it was like a metal band. They're like, that is the fuck... First of all, that is a stupid name for any kind of band. Yeah. That is a horrible name for, for a metal, metal band. Yeah. Okay, okay. What, what's, the, what's the official name? We Butter the Bread with Butter. Is that the name of the band? Yes. That is completely the most dumb fucking stupidest name I've fucking ever heard. I mean, that doesn't even look good on a shirt. For anything. They give for anything. A comedy troupe, anything. It's really dumb. So it's like WBTB... Oh, they made an anagram. They made an anagram out of it. Like, well, no, because the anagram actually is like anagram. Shield. Okay, yeah. So if you want, if, that's if you want to text about them and talk about how killer their live show was. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, you know, but uh, the thing is, like, I'm confused by advertising. Like, it was actually a nice logo, but like, when, when you're at, when you're advertising doesn't actually tell you people what you do. That's bad. So, and then the poster actually had like they wrote What's their. Page in in, in Marcelot. Oh, nice! So, I mean, well, can picture is like a picture of like a tub of country crock and a, and a knife and a bread. We butter our bread with butter. It's awesome. That's, That's it's really killer. We we played we played with a band in uh, in New Jersey. Uh, uh, it was uh, some shit town in New Jersey, clear white, and uh, fucking <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> The name of the band, God damn it, they had a theme song and everything. Uh, 
Oh, you gotta fuck. like it if they got a theme song. They had a theme song and everything, and it was like, fuck, why well, can't I remember? Because it was always, we always used to sing it to each other, and dude, I'm having a brain fart, and I brought, I brought that subject up, and now I'm fucking completely bailing on it. <laughs> when it comes to me, it will come to me, and I will burst into song for the theme song, and it'll... It will be amazing, because it was a fucking amazing. You take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. I've found a way to make you work as a metal band. Change the last butter to blood. We butter the bread with blood. There you That's go. That's a metal band. There you go. That's way better. It's with fucking a t- ten ton times times better. <laughs> we butter our bread with blood. Oh, with with goat's blood. Oh, there fucking... you go. If you had goat's blood on it, that's even better. Or virgin blood. A little verbose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with virgin's blood. There you go. <laughs> yes, we do. But hey, they made it. They made it work with I wrestle a bear once. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, you're right. You, it, we we have had this conversation I, before. But I kind of like that. But we've had this conversation before where we, you know, all these new bands that are coming out that have, like, these... But most of them aren't metal bands. Insane titles, man. I might not like the, like, uh, Witch's Dick or whatever, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But at least I can say... (laughs) Did you just say Witch's Dick? I just straight from the. I took a shot. That's probably a band. I, I, mean, I think. I think which is more. But I don't think that's. Well, I think, like the most technically, there's technically an error in that because a witch is normally a female. A warlock. A warlock would is be a male. male. Yeah. It would be a warlock's dick, or it might be a hermaphrodite witch. They so were, either way, I think hey, you're golden. Respect the witch's life choices. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a little bit more PC with you. Could you could call it like warlock pecker. Warlock Pecker? Really? That's something. My child. (laughs) Come on, Warlock Pecker. (laughs) No, no, Pecker's last name. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I don't don't want the kid to have my last name. I don't blame you. Come along, Warlock. Warlock D. Pecker. Warlock Pecker. No, it sounds like a dark rapper. Yeah. Uh, Got that crumb. (laughs) I don't know. Y'all stupid, bro. Yeah. It just happens, man. It's just like it's like the train wreck of podcasts. It starts out good, and then it just runs itself into the wall over and over again. But it's great. It, but then it comes back, and then you're back, and it's all good. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, man. People seem to like us, so we're doing something right. Doing something right. Keep going. Absolutely. Well, you, Ross, you're doing a lot of creepy shit at at the House of Shock and everything. What do you What do you think of this? This is actually a story that just came out today. And I, I found this really fucking creepy. A two-year-old gave birth inside his mother to his own fetus twin. What? Is that I, not fucked if, up? If that's true, and I guess... Why do you I, well, I, that? Just out of curiosity. Well, I, well it, you know, House of Shock. I mean, that House of Shock, you know? A fucked up birth? Ross, why don't you come on our show? We're going to ask you some really... I would expect like, nothing different. And, I've, and I've, I've, been, I've been thinking about him going, that is a really fucking creepy thing. And I was like, i got to bring it up tonight. It's fucking creepy. Let's figure out the logistics on it, first of all. Okay, so let's, let's break it down. Mm-hmm. A mother has, a, 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 what is it? A two-year-old has gives birth to her own twin? A, a 
two-year-old in China is reported to have had given birth to an undeveloped fetus of his own identical twin. Uh, they noticed that the, the two-year-old's stomach was really, really bloated and was in a lot of pain and had trouble breathing. So they took the two-year-old to the doctor and found out that the undeveloped uh, fetus inside his belly uh, was uh, starting to get in the way of the organ development, and it was it was just really, you know, painful. I guess it was just growing like a tumor, basically inside the, the child. Basically, yeah. You know, when when you know twins are are, are are pulled together or pulled apart from the same egg and everything, well, it wasn't complete. And the, the if you know if you think of like an infinity symbol and then just push it together so part of that infinity symbol's in the in the other side of that O section. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm getting really deep, and then, dude. And then he became president. Yeah, and then he was president. Well, well, yeah. let, me, let me just solve the mystery for you. It's just because of all that MSG they put in Chinese food. That's there it. You know. That's it. That's all it is. I just thought that, that was the creepiest freaking thing. And, then, and apparently this happens once, usually. Uh, uh, like one person a year, this happens to. Like that's in China. Up. Well, anywhere. I think the last one was Peru last year. Oh, and it, and then Rum now has a, a map of all of the babies that had babies. <laughs> all the parasitic twin births. Yeah, yes. exactly. He goes, no, the last one was in pinpricks on the wall. Yeah, then then there was Akron, Ohio. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, I'd like to take a quick moment to to thank our guests because uh, I used to deliver pizza y'all ten years ago, and uh, y'all are good tippers, so. Just cheers to you. Trying, <laughs> trying to take care of our people. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like pizza and dead fetuses. Exactly. That, that's what this podcast is built on. Yeah. It's a strong, strong foundation you guys have built here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Shitty pizza and dead fetuses. That's a more metal name than we buttered the... <laughs> You're right. You pro- uh, uh, we are and I guess you, pizza and dead fetuses. If you if you Google that, well, we I do not butter the bread with butter. I guarantee you'll find a band named that. Well, more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> I want to party with those guys, but not eat with them. I after watching the video of the Black Satans, I now want to meet that band. Yeah, I do too. That's just I, Ross. Have you seen that? The Black Satans. Yes, it's a band. Uh, our friend uh, Mart. Mart from uh, the UK. Sent us a video from the YouTube and said, "You got to watch this, dude. It is the funniest shit you'll ever see. It's basically, it's like black a metal band, but it has all every single black metal cliche you have ever thought of in every video. You know, like coming done a hundred times, the guns and Hitler eats out Jesus. Yes, I mean it's just it's incredible." I'm going to go to hell for that one. You probably will. <laughs> but if you get a chance, man, you should check it out. <laughs> I like this side. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know where to go with that, brother. I'm, I'm looking, I'm actually trying to pull it up. Ah, okay. The Black Satans, the Satan of Hell. There you go. <laughs> or should we go the Satanic Darkness? See, even the, even the titles. <laughs> How about the Mutilation of Christ? Is, I mean, Such hits that you will hear. Death Metal Baboom. That's not really a song, is it? Death Metal Baboom? I really hope should be. <laughs> it needs to be. They have this one video. I don't know if you find it. It's uh, it's them and their death metal makeup running on the beaches. Kind of like an old oh, beach dude, party fucking, movie. That's a, a takeoff of fucking, uh, of, of fucking uh, Immortal. The old Immortal video when they're running through the woods with all the fucking witch hats and shit. Oh, yeah! Have you ever seen that video? Sort of yeah. <laughs> they're constantly running in full corpse paint, 
One one dude's got a fucking witch hat on, and they just kind of stick their face in the camera, and they're just running through a wintry fucking forest. Dude, it's the funniest video we've ever we used to play that video over and over and over again and stop it and break it down second by second. It was killer. I wish I could remember what song it was for, but I'm sure you could probably find it. It's, all, it's, it's always on those compilations of, of best, worst fucking black metal videos ever. <laughs> little known fact, that's how Bob Hope used to spend his uh, weekends. But, uh, Whoops Paint? Yes. Yeah, on the beach. On the beach? Nice, nice. I always wanted yeah, to... Hang out with Bob Hope and Corpse Paint. It's probably, it was probably more zinc oxide than just Corpse Paint. Now, now he's just Corpse. Yeah. <laughs> he need much paint. does it every day. Yeah. But doesn't need paint. I don't no, know. He doesn't need paint. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't need paint. He's dead. I, well, I is he paint. dead? Hey, hey yes. Bob Hope is dead. His life choices. Hey, Tom Clancy Tom died. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he died today. Oh, is that why Casey was talking about Tom Clancy? Um, Pro- probably so. Then he died because... Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah he actually came up in conversation the dude died today. Yeah, he died today. Yeah, he died today. Yeah, Tom Clancy died. I think he was 66. Yeah. It all comes Wait, around. He wrote, the, he wrote the Jack Ryan books, right? Uh, he wrote the Tom so. Clancy books. Ah, oh, Jesus, Greg, Jack Ryan's the character. I'm going to kick you in the pussy. I really am. You know, he, he it's, goes, all, it's all the books that took place on the on, in, in the beaches over there in North Carolina. About his fucking mom watching his mom get raped and fucking all kind of shit like that. Yeah. It's actually a pretty killer book. Yeah, yeah. I that part, that. anyway. I know he makes watching a great Watching his video, mom yeah. get raped. Watching <laughs> his mom get raped. Was he, uh, I mean, I don't want to insinuate that he was masturbating, but was he at least fondling his balls? Probably. There you go. Um, he, he wrote The uh, Hunt for Red October. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Jack Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, apparently they're they're making a new Jack Ryan movie with Chris Pine this this year. Really? Yeah. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Who gets to play him? Yeah. <laughs> what? Jack Ryan. They from the that Harrison Ford played in all those movies. And Ben Affleck played him in the Sum of All Fears. Yes, and now now the guy. Oh, who, I didn't know that. Captain Kirk. The guy, the new Kirk, is going to play him in whatever this new movie is. I'm okay with that. All Fears. I'll look that up. Yes. Yeah, that was a good movie. Hunt, Hunt for Iron October was pretty damn good too, as well. I enjoyed that one. I never saw that one. But um, I don't think we're just talking about the same dude. I don't think this, that dude wrote Prince of Tides. No, no I don't think Tom Clancy no, wrote Tom did not write that. That was uh, somebody named Conroy I said earlier. Oh, okay, all right. That, all right, oh. so that's what I was trying to put together, because I, I, I forgot the name as soon as you said it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then it became... It's that information that goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's your boy, Conroy. And then you forget all about it two seconds later. <laughs> I would have totally watched Prince of Tides if, if uh, Tom Clancy had written it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. He, he, would Tom the moms Clancy, still get raped? No, yeah, probably. Would he, would he write a mom raping scene? That's the question. I was really confused. <laughs> I thought you were joking. I, no, I'm absolutely serious. In The Prince of Tides, the kid who is the author... He's telling the story, and he, part of it, the reason why his family's all fucked up is they watched his mom get raped, and it fucking it fucked them all up, and, like, one of them's a drug addict, and it's, a, it's actually a pretty good book. They made it yeah, a man, movie. read a book every and, once in a while. Yeah, pick up a book. You, know, you just need to, be incar- need to be incarcerated to actually read anything nowadays. <laughs> Eventually, I'm assuming that'll happen. I'll, I'll pick up Prince of Tides when I'm incarcerated. Right. Yeah, probably. And then someone gets to watch me get raped. Yep, uh, pretty much. Because I'd definitely be a bitch in prison. Would you? I don't see myself leading a prison gang. But 
you put put up a fight? I put up a fight. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, a 400 pound name guy named Bobo is probably gonna Bobo. He's already got one his name name Bobo. Why is the dude's name Bobo? Uh, <laughs> out of all the things, Bobo. <laughs> Not getting fucked by a guy named Bill. That's bullshit. Fuck that. Bobo only, huh? All right. It's good. Bobo, Bobo's the entrance only. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one who gets a chance. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this motherfucker's come to. We're talking about getting raped by Bobo. That's right. And, and you know what? That's going to be the name of this cast. You, can, you know the only. That's, you, that's the name of my new band, Raped by Bobo. There you go. That's awesome. Still a better band name than, than, than yeah. we of the Brave with Bobo. You're right. Great, my Bobo is actually I can't wait to lose motherfuckers here in this podcast and, like, send us hate mail. Like, these assholes wouldn't like, stop talking about us. They never even heard about shit. They're talking <laughs> shit about us. Yes, because you have a stupid fucking name. <laughs> Raped by Bobo. <laughs> one night only. I still, I still like my metal name. Man. One night only. <laughs> it would be one night only. Raped by Bobo, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should. You should form a band and just have it be a really horrible band. We call it Raped by Bobo. You'll do like death metal, like versions of of uh, Sex Pistol songs, <laughs> and uh, and one one heart cover. <laughs> one heart. One heart cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then never never play again. It'll be fucking legendary. Yeah, we. We thought about doing that, uh, me and... You thought about doing that? Really? <laughs> Not the hardcover, oh. but uh, me and um, Bobby Bergeron uh, were talking about doing a, a band called Hatchet Wound, being basically... And it was, yeah, yeah, in a woman's vagina. And we were going to do basically a grindcore band and just get up there and not ever practice, not really write anything. So get up there and play... There's your hook. ...noises. And just stop and see how many people go, yeah, it's so awesome. <laughs> Guaranteed there's at least three. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, all we need is like, you know, two seconds of feedback. And then just start strumming and going crazy. And then it stop. I know. I would start clapping when you stop playing. I know you would. <laughs> that's because you're a dick. I think though. that's been done, actually. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I think I think I hate God does that whenever they break a string they they kick into the other band which uh there's there's YouTube clips for like because they can't keep their fucking strings on their fucking guitar twenty fucking twenty something years in they can't still can't get it right fucking break a string and it takes fucking four fucking hours to fucking change Jimmy trying to change a string and all you hear fucking, is boom boom boom. Plucking the string to try to tune it. <laughs> well, no, Brian will do something, and then Joey would go off on it, and Mike would fucking scream some kind of shit, and then they'd fucking just stop the song, and then there was your song. And they had a name for that band, and I can't remember what it is. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to start a band called Dry Anal Rape, and uh, just go up and sing the Gummy Bears theme song. Over and over again? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to know why. I want to know what. Like, at least he got his rape in. You see, we got rape in again on another cast. I didn't just use the word. It, it, it's funny. I brought, I brought it up this time, so it, you know, it's, it's our not just you. brought rape up this time. Oh, yeah. It's like every cast for the like last ten at least, we had to bring up the word rape somewhere. Yes, we know because we've had this conversation more times than we talked about that word. No, that's not true. 
clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat me. But, uh... Anyway, Ross... I had a question for you there, Ross. Uh, what, uh, you get a huge uh, uh, attendance to the House of Shock. I mean, yes. what, what are you expecting to... to Try to double or somehow double what you did last year when, with your attendance. I mean, what what are you looking at for people when they get there? I mean, I mean, does does well, it vary? I think I think first of all, the the uh, the perception that we do a large amount of people comparatively to other haunted houses of our stature, we're like not even in fucking in the same fucking field. We may be as killer as they are and fucking whatever what we do, but uh, the you know Thirteenth Gate is, does double our numbers. So and they're and they're great as well. Not to take anything away from them, they're they're the best haunted house in, in the in the country, in my personal opinion. Um, is that even, the one that takes place in a cemetery? Uh, they have a cemetery. There's two. There's two portions of Thirteenth Gate, and they opened another attraction called Necropolis, which is all in the cemetery. It's like a maze of New Orleans uh, tombs and people. Oh, jump okay, over. that's cool. It's really really fucking cool, man. It, is it, that the one that the naked people? No, that no, guy no, got shut down. Another one. That's uh, naked and scared. Yeah. yeah, he he got shut down. Oh, did he? Yeah, uh, two days ago. Wow. Uh, they pulled all of his permits. Uh, I guess the uh, some coalition got together and had a bunch of petitions and got the uh, mayor's office involved with it and shut him down. Seems like there's a seems like there's a decency, a public decency law in there that I don't know. And sure, that's what they, were, they were. were. I was really yeah. hoping that was going to turn into one of Rome's stories, frankly. <laughs> I'm waiting for the punchline. No, no, that was true. You know, but, um, was, you know. but to answer your question about uh, attendance and whatnot and what we project, uh, I mean, we're, star- we're starting at a tropical depression coming up on our opening weekend. So, you know, oh, all, the, all the pressures of, of, you know, running, you know, an event that only has a few days to operate, um, you know, and try and give, give it the, all that we have, you know, uh, and going into debt, personal debt, just to keep this motherfucker alive. And kicking, um, and hope that, <laughs> that enough people come through to support this thing fucking year after year. And we've we've done pretty well for 21 years. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see no reason to quit. I think uh, we're revitalized, if if nothing else, after our 20th year uh, with the, with the documentary that got filmed about us. Uh, I don't know if you saw anything about that. Uh, Enter the House of Shock. Yeah, with a uh, with uh, Dean Carr's the director. Fucking, I saw I saw some. Uh, 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 an early uh, cut of that from one of the film f- film festivals, and uh, it looks fucking awesome, dude. He, he did a fucking killer job. The interview sections are really good. He got Philip on there, Jenny, all the people that were there in the backyards with us. Um, you know, um, other people like other. Uh, not, not to mention, you know, our own House of Shock family, you know, uh, and our extended family and people that are here and, and give their all to this place. Again, I can't specify, you know, uh, enough that without our volunteers, without our, our, our army of fucking satanic minions, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we could not fucking, you know, praise Satan in public uh, like this. In I, could, I couldn't imagine just... How long it must take to get for everybody just to get in costume to get in makeup must be insane. It, it's a it's it's a fucking reality show in itself back here, man. It really is. So, the, the dynamics of House of Shock is crazy because each room has kind of like their own team, and and they get there's a captain of each room, and they all wow. kind of compete for best room, and and it's a it's a very cool uh, society that that we kind of built here, um, and it, you know, a lot of people meet you know future 
husbands and wives and have kids out of this place, and their kids are now here. After 21 years here, you're in your your third uh, generation, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. So we have we have kids of, of two shockers at net, and, you know, they're in it now, and, you know, uh, it's it, it's turned into this big... It's more it's more of a society than anything else, you know. And and uh, and as uh, my partner Steve Joseph likes to say, we raise our flag and see who's there to salute it. And that's uh and that's it, man. That's all we can do. It it really seems to become its own subculture, you know what I'm saying? Especially for that area. I mean, you, yeah. You have that and uh, and it's you know it, and it's becoming ingrained in, in I think in, in New Orleans uh, lore. I think way after we're gone, people will go. You remember the House of Shock and you know. So that's that's all we can hope for is to live on in memory, even if we can't live on, uh, you know, as an entity, uh, or as Damien Storm would say, entity in the forest. <laughs> Are you hip to Damien Storm, motherfuckers? That's what I want to do. Damien Storm, dude. My God, I haven't heard that name in a million years, dude. Dude, Damien Storm is the best. He's, dude, you're fucking uh, fuck the Black Satans. Yeah, dude, Dave, Dr. Vulcan's laboratory experiment? Come on, man. Yeah, dude, Damien Storm, man. I I remember seeing that, oh, God, where was it? It was like, uh, I think it was somebody on Facebook was talking about him, man, or, or MySpace days when he was talking about And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy, and where does he come from? And, and man, I tell you what, that's some funny shit. Dude, it's, <laughs> it, to see the progression from the first record to the third record, is unbelievable. I'm a, I'm a I'm a true Damien Storm fan. I am. I, I I can't deny it. Fucking I know the words and everything. I'm singing along, missing all the drum beats to, that that he misses. And so, dude, we actually reenacted Damien Storm live one time with a with a live drummer. Uh, we got him to play. And dude, it was killer, man. It was fucking cool. And then and then somehow. Uh, we talked Dime into in the letting Damien Storm open for Pantera in Biloxi. What? And he, he, he didn't have his so he was playing to a track. So basically, it's Damien Storm and his Damien Storm mask with a guitar that's not plugged in, and <laughs> they're playing his music over the PA. And everyone in the audience is like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because they don't know Damien Storm. They don't know what the fuck to expect. They don't understand the genius that is Damien Storm. Right. To them, it's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And they were actually, you know, you're fucking mad if you're throwing your car keys. <laughs> Great. Now I can't even leave. I can't fucking go anywhere. You know, you're so fucking angry when you throw your own goddamn car keys. So it got to the point where Philip had to kind of go out there and jam out to Damien Storm and go, no, you don't understand, this is fucking killer. And uh, then I, I think everybody kind of was in on it, but still didn't get it, which is fine. <laughs> Damien Storm is not for everybody's tastes. Oh, but, yeah. uh, that's hysterical. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was town, come on. That would have been funny. <laughs> everybody, please Google Damien Storm. Yes. Get a, yeah. There's gonna be a, a new Damien Storm fan club. Six people. Oh, dude. He's, he's, he's got like a billion friends. <laughs> of course he does. It's crazy. He's awesome, dude. He's awesome. So what? Why? why okay. Has, oh, all right. Next. So why has why has Damien Storm played at the House of Shock? We did. Did you? Damien Storm was actually in House of Shock year two in the backyard, the second backyard. Uh, he. <laughs> His, his scare was fucking epic. 
dude, the stories that we have may not be funny to anyone else, but I swear to God, if you lived it, it would be fucking hysterical. <laughs> fucking, dude, just to see this dude with his cape, and he's got his cape over his face, you know, a la fucking, you know, uh, Dracula 1930s. Go <laughs> would go see fucking Dracula. And he's just, in one swift motion, just pulls the cape away and goes, <sighs> to lead you on to go, now you can go on to the next area, which was a graveyard with Kirk Winston coming out of a grave and fucking, I you know. Dude, it was I, fucking, I remember it was like that. Uncle Fester coming out of a grave. And, it, dude, it was fucking awesome. Those were years that I cherished fucking to my, my dying days. Just little <laughs> things like that is just what makes this place fucking the house of shock. That's, that's incredible, man. I, can, I, I, do, I do remember Kurt coming out of the ground. Well, that, uh, that would have been in the backyard. Yeah, uh, so yeah. That, that was... Yeah, it, it, it fucking it was great. And I think I think at the time I don't know that I, I guess Crowbar yeah Crowbar was around for sure I was thinking it might have been Slugs Slugs day yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slugs still but uh, yeah but that was that was some days man I remember we when uh, we got wind of the the haunted house being like man there's a haunted house in some guy's yard we should go over there I was like all right so we all got in a car drove over there and. Yeah, it was pretty goddamn. Gave my wife your, your three dollars to get in. Yep, pretty much. And it was, it was three dollars. Yeah. I remember standing in the front of the yard. Uh, oh God, somebody was chasing somebody out of the backyard. It was so goddamn funny. This kid was screaming. Oh, it was. I yeah, that would have been that would have been the twin towers. That would have been Troy and Jared. The uh, fucking in the in the what we called the skinhead room. because uh, <laughs> they were like. <laughs> Fucking skinheads, and you know, not necessarily by by practice, but just by look, anyway. Right, right. Uh, and uh, and they would they had these skill saws because we didn't have chainsaws, and they would <laughs> it was like a this all aluminum room that we built that we thought was fucking amazing because we used we used like fucking uh, insulation, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> the foil insulation. Yeah. Just put that up. It's like gave it the metallic look, and it's like you know, so fucking low fucking. Low budget bullshit, <laughs> but it was fucking. It was awesome. What made it, that's what I'm saying. You don't need to have the best looking fucking props. Thank God now we do. Thanks to Dave Carey, and and everybody else here. But uh, uh, you know, you don't have to have the best looking props to be a fucking uh, an amazing event. It takes the people, man. It takes the people to make it fucking cool. And that's and that's what I, I think a lot of people miss. They you know they want to dazzle you with with effects and dazzle you with. With, uh, with, you know, props and, and, and fucking scenery and shit, and then, you know, the, someone just goes out and goes, ha or something, and, you know, it ruins the moment. You know, it's like, uh, our, our people take on these fucking characters, man, and they, and they feel it, and they have a whole fucking subplot to who they are. Like, they came up with it by, them, by themselves. I couldn't fucking, and, you know, if I were to come up with fucking 400 different personalities, I would be, you boy who's dead now, uh, the writer. Clancy, yeah. I can't fucking do it. <laughs> can't do it. Uh, so, so we leave it to our people to kind of come up with their own characters, and you know, and they they come to us with it, and we're like, well, maybe this won't work, but you know, what if you do this? You know, and, you know, because they'll come out and they go, bro, this is what I want to do. I want, I'm gonna come out of this fucking area right here, bro. I'm gonna jump out. I'm gonna go, yeah, and then fucking, and, and then everybody's gonna go, what? <laughs> And they're like, well, I don't know if that's going to be the reaction, but, you know, fucking, <laughs> what if you come out, you know, you're, I don't know, 
how you change that around. But we, we do see stupid shit like that. And stupid shit like, st- like that still happens here. But, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's not all fucking, uh, you know, hail Satan around here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of comedy and a lot of stuff that we do just for ourselves. There's hidden dicks everywhere. in because <laughs> our scenic painters have a, a painting dicks fucking fascination. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I- <laughs> like like your boy's super bad, you know. Yeah. You draw the dicks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They have they have a, a drawing dick fixation. So there's hidden dicks, subliminal dicks throughout the entire haunted house. I don't think it's ever been told publicly before, and I don't know if that should get out <laughs> so in public relations. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's an exclusive for you guys. Thank you. But yeah. uh, in in House of Shock, that shit that just we see that that entertains us. That's why we do it. Oh, that's that's, that's the shocking part of the House of Shock. That's, just, that's the shocking part. Yeah, I've got an image of a dick somewhere in my head. I don't know where it came. We also have the subliminal pregnancy uh, room. We, we <laughs> the soundtrack that me and Philip made. We used to do all the soundtracks. We still use a lot of the same soundtracks that we did down in his basement. Um, but <laughs> we we did like you know the, the echoey laugh, <laughs> and then like subliminally he goes, "You're pregnant." So like people walking through would go. Wait, I'm pregnant. Wait, what? I'm pregnant? I don't want to be in here. It's like the subliminal pregnancy room. That's awesome. It's just, it's that's just so stupid, and no one gets it but us, and that's all that needs to get it. Like Damien Storm. Right. I mean, it, it's it's fantastic. Dude, I, I now, when I when I go to the House of Shock, I am gonna ha- I'm gonna be look. I'm gonna be more interested in looking. Pregnant. I'm gonna get pregnant, and I'm gonna look for dicks. <laughs> dicks and pregnancy. Oh wait, wait, wait. Stop scaring me. I'll look around. Hold on. That's how you go. Hold on. I'm looking for hidden dicks. It's the hidden Mickeys. It's the hidden Mickeys at Disney World, only it's dicks. Yeah. (laughs) It's so fitting. (laughs) It's figures, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'll be a stupid man. We are the dicks of the industry, I think. So, and it is an industry, by the way. There, there's a lot of fucking killer haunted houses all over the country, all over the world. And uh, we've seen a lot of them. Uh, and uh, it, it's a huge fucking industry that, 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 that this is. Um, there's thousands of haunted houses, man, everywhere. Yeah. And uh, there, there are some that shine and, you know, some that, you know, come up with years and, and you know, fuck their ways out of the backyard as we did. Uh, I talked to a guy in Pennsylvania who's a you know a, a huge House of Shock fan. Uh, he was in his backyard for the past four years. He just went professional uh, this year, and and he's expecting a good turnout. So I mean, you know that you know that's killer. That 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 uh, something that that was born in a basement, you know, that can go on to to uh, aspire other people to 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 have passion and do other things. It's fucking. It's we're really blessed to be held in that regard, and we we don't we don't. Uh, we don't take that lightly. We try to live up to our name, you know, uh, one way or another. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's I mean, it's really cool that, that, you know, you guys can influence other people to do, you know, to do we their own stuff. We made it, we made it, made it okay to, to bring satanic imagery into, into haunted houses. Now you see it everywhere. Uh, you know, uh, there are a lot of haunted houses that have devil themes. But before we did it, nobody did it. And as a matter of fact, we were called out. It, you know, on the cover of a fucking uh, industry magazine called Haunt World, House of Shock, have they gone too far? You know, <laughs> it, you know, has, has the industry gone too far or whatever, you know? Uh, look what they're doing. Satanic imagery, a pentagram on fire. You put a priest on a cross and then raise them up and then set them on fire. A black priest at that. You know, it's like fucking, it's all the shit that we do, we blow up the Levi 
Yeah. Reverend Leviticus Clark, we blow him up every year. We set him on fire. We crucified him first, in the first play, when we started this thing. We put him on a cross, and there's there's uh, news footage of this, because we made uh, Channel 4 leading story. With, <laughs> with, awesome. Look on YouTube for... Uh, for WWL House of Shock, and 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 you can see the 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 news story where we put the uh, priest on the cross and said crucify him and rose him up twenty feet in the air and all the fire went off and all that shit. <laughs> poor and, Levi, uh, and he's been getting blown up ever since. Been, poor <laughs> Levi can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, man. When we went last year, I was like. I kept listening, and I was like, that's fucking Levi on stage. I can, you can't mistake that guy's voice for anybody. His voice is in a whole nother frequency. Yes. We have to dial in our PA just to get him in, into the fucking mix. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a fucking character, man. Again, another another one who's been with us for, since the beginning, well, since the second year in the second backyard he's been there. So he's a long timer, you know. Fucking, there's only, there's only a few of us uh, that have uh, left, you know, that that are been been with us, you know, twenty plus years. So um, I was gonna ask that. I was gonna, I was gonna ask who's who's left from the old crew that's still from the old guard. You got me and Jay and Levi and Alan Yeager pokes his head in every now and then, and uh, you know we get guest appearances from you know friends and family that we built up along the way. Heidi Vernon is here. Holly Coleman, my wife, is still here. Um, you know, a, a lot of people uh, that n- not necessarily everybody knows, but you know, we know that because yeah. they've been part of our family. Um, you know, so there's you know, there's a good stronghold that we still have here of, of people that have been through it with the backyards and and, and through all the years of tur- turmoil that we went through uh, just to, to to exist. Well, how many how many how many days you is the House of Shock actually up and running? Uh. That's a good question. Let me look. Well, we already did 13, 14. That's in the bags. So I'm not going to count those. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 more days. Wow. And that's, and that's it. 12 that's, more days. That's crazy. You guys put a hell of a lot of work into for 12 days. It must take all year. It takes, uh, we are part-time haunted house, but we pull off a full-time look. Uh, people that do haunted houses for a living don't have what we have. Uh, and we only work on it maybe, you know, three or four months out of the year. Uh, oh, okay. Because we all work on the road. You know, Steve Joseph is a pyrotechnician for every major act in, in the world. His, his pyro company does pyro for uh, Rolling Stones. And, and, you know, it's his pyro company. He's, he's a partner with Pyro Pete, who did Kiss and, you know, wow. got started with, uh, with, with fucking all the classic fucking bands that did pyro back in the days. ACDC, you know, all, all that shit. So he's on the road constantly. Uh, I'm on the road, you know, the tour managing and more so tour bus driving nowadays as I get older. Um, you know, Jay works a full job and, and uh, you know, and all of our people are volunteers here. So they have jobs during the year, of course, you know, and they all make time to be here in the summer sweating in the goddamn warehouse, not doing it in the, you know, after we close when it's cool inside because that makes too much sense. No, we gotta be out sweating in the heat, mosquito-driven fucking bullshit. So that's what we go through to put on the show for you fellas. So we hope you appreciate it. Uh, Oh yeah, it's a lot of work. Yes, thanks, man. Because it's a lot of work, and it's worth it. I mean, you guys, like I said, you guys uh, last year, like I said, they make it to the house, but the show itself on the outside was fantastic. I mean, dude, I was standing, I was standing a good 
good ways away, and when those pyros went off, it was so damn hot. I, I don't know how you guys do that, just standing up there. I'm like, fuck. That's, Ro- that's Rolling Stones uh, stadium guns that shoot 70 feet of fire in the air that are already about 30 feet in the air. Uh, that's... Uh, uh, a set that was given to us by Godsmack. Uh, very nice to give us their set that they, they toured with, uh, with Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, and that's Ozzy's cauldrons actually on the, in the two sides from, uh, from Ozfest. Wow. Uh, so yeah, it's, there's a lot of metal history up on that stage. That's awesome. And rock and roll history. Yeah, really so, uh, cool. we, we've been, uh, we've been, you know, it's, it, you know, uh, rock and roll has been very, very good to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we made a lot of good friends along the way. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's been really, really fucking cool, and it continues to be cool. And, you know, um, even as we get older, I'm fucking in a wheelchair, fucking spouting satanic verse. In your ass. House of Shock trivia for you guys. I now play a character called Lord Belial. Who was the original Lord Belial? Who was the original? Who was the original? I was not the original Lord Belial. Joe. No, it wasn't Joe. Joe. He, he, he throws the, the name Joe out for everything. Just Joe. I no, know. it was not Joe. Yeah, uh, I'm, his I'm, name, I'm stumped. He has the same name as your host. Clue number one. Justin. Uh, your other host. Me. Wayne. Sorry. Wayne. Huh. Son of a bitch. Go back, go back into New Orleans uh, rock history and pull out a Wayne. Graveyard Rodeo. Another hint. God damn it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. God damn you. Wayne Favreau. <laughs> you lose. Ah, I couldn't for think of his last name. I was like, I know Graveyard Rodeo. I'm like, what the fuck is his name? Damn, dude. I did not know that. He was the original uh, Lord Belial. He, he uh, invented that character, and, and when he just decided not to show up anymore, I kind of stepped into it and, and <laughs> brought it somewhere else. I'm the first to admit it was much better when he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first to admit it was way better when Wayne did it, but uh, you know, fucking, what are you gonna do? You can't, you can't give it up, you know. That's right. It's it's a, it's a character cool. that's in there forever. Yeah, wow, that, must, that must have been a while ago then. You've been doing it for a while. Yeah, that was you? uh, his last year was halfway through year three. He said, "Raw, fuck this," and and everybody else is like, "Where's Wayne?" And it's like we we're playing in a band. We were in Christian version with a dude. It's like, where is Wayne at? You know, it's like fucking. <laughs> Doobie, where you, where are you? And you just stop showing, and you know I don't know, but everything's cool. We're all we're all good. Oh, I didn't know you were in Christ Inversion. Oh, a little bit of another fucking uh, rock and roll fucking trivia for you. Yes, I was. I didn't know that, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, not the fucking name drop, but uh, yeah, I was in Christ Inversion. <laughs> the best name to fucking drop. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Who, who else? Who else you played with besides? Uh, uh, did some shit with Crowbar and Solomon Green and fucking Down and Pantera and fucking I'm hurt all over the place and you know Clear Light obviously was was the project I was most passionate about everything else I was kind of like a guest in yeah um Inversion and, and Clear Light being the, the only bands that I actually got credit for uh, <laughs> although uh, Drip with uh, Jimmy Bauer and, and uh, Mike Williams uh that we did that. We started that in Atlanta when me and Jimmy lived in Atlanta. That was back in my jail days. <laughs> you and your jail days, man. Man, me and my fucking prison rape stories. I know. I, I had to bring up rape. What you talking to me for? But I was in jail one time. And did you get raped? I did not. 
Did you do the raping? Did you cuddle? No, I didn't cuddle. I didn't spoon, do the raping. Little spoon, little spoon, big spoon. All I got is it, it was it was just I, basically I was in a glorified drunk tank, but I wasn't drunk. Wrong. Wrong. Really? Wrong. Two, what? Two in the tank, one in the stink. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to not to tr- trump your uh, great uh, jail story, but I actually was imprisoned with and was within touching distance of the Atlanta child murderer. Oh wow! Nice. I uh, thought it was uh, weird to be face to face with fucking Wayne Williams, uh, and to see the guy. My personal opinion, I don't know. To see the guy, he's very very small. He's very, he's very, and I know I'm a bit overly large person. I was about to say, but, compared to you, dude, everybody's little. Yeah, I understand. What did, was but, he like, like carny small? Almost. His, like his wrists and arms were very, very emaciated. This may have been over time. He may have been more buff back in the day or whatever. But uh, I don't know. He just seemed very, very slight to, to have done everything that, that they said he did. So I'm not, I'm not saying the dude's innocent. I'm sure he did something. But uh, he may not have done everything, you know. That he, was, he got transferred to where I was at because he was going back to court because uh, they were uh, bringing him. Uh, Alan Dershowitz actually was taking on his case to bring it back before uh, say that there was injustice because uh, they brought in more evidence that uh, they had a uh, KKK uh, member uh, uh, phone tap on a KKK member saying that that he did it or something. Wow! Uh, oh wow! That's crazy. Yeah, but, but that's there. There you go. That's my man, jail story. That's a that's a hell of a jail story, man. Yeah, it is. I, I, yep. There's no way I'd want to be in. I've never been to jail ever, and I don't really plan on going anytime soon. If anyone ever plans to go to jail, I think it just happens. You don't never plan it. You never. You always go in with good intentions and then get fucked. I was. <laughs> I was much younger, and uh, when I wanted to get out, you know, it was like you're allowed to call somebody. My dad just told me you're sitting there. That's what you do. I was like, fuck. That's what I would have told you. And that's when he joined the gang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's like, what up, old man? Don't <laughs> let and go to your house. <laughs> You're an ass. And your dad was like, why are you speaking Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> it would have actually been like my daddy. We wouldn't have known. Everybody was, if, if you were Asian, you are Chinese. So... Well, yeah. They electrocuted some. They electrocuted somebody when I was in there as well. Holy shit! Did all the lights dim? They did. That's they fucking, fucking did. That's fucking. And what they do? What, what they do when uh, when they're, they're <laughs> when and, and the people, the families were out there. Everybody was in protest. The whole thing. I forget what the dude did. Killed the cop or something. But what they do is that they have what they call the sort team, which is kind of like the the, the the riot police, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. They come in and they, and they stabilize the prison, make sure there's no riots or anything like that. They show a big force, you know, throughout the prison. And then, right. you know, you count, you count, everyone's counting down, you know, you got nothing else better to do. And uh, count down and the, and the lights fucking, I, I, I thought it was just a movie thing. And maybe it was just where I was at. And maybe it's not like that other places, but where I was at in Jackson State Penitentiary, uh, the motherfucker, the lights dimmed, and uh, and you used that. It's just a cold feeling, bro. It's like fucking someone just died in the other room. It was just fucking just like you, a prisoner, you know. Wow. Of course, his crime was you know death penalty worthy, whereas mine was not. Just to be, you know, all out there, weed got busted for weed. 
Oh, well, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, bought it from the cops. That's yeah, what I did. Yeah, we got set up by a good friend of mine. Oh, nice. Well, that's really nice. cool. Really cool of him to do that to me. So, yeah, that's uh, not, that's what happened. Not, not, to, not to pry, were you there a while or just not long? Uh, I was given five years. I did ten months. My first, my first and only offense ever. Uh, uh, and that seems like a lot for weed, too. Yeah, I was going to say, five years? God damn. I got railroaded, bro. I got railroaded that, that my, from the lawyer that I got in that shit-ass fucking town of Brunswick, Georgia, to the fucking courthouse, <laughs> to everyone. Fucking were all in on it. And uh, and they just saw they saw a fucking easy takedown, and they took it. Uh, you know, they were all fucking I should've got I should have got your time. You should have got my time for what... That's fucked up. I got off easy. I did... Weed? Um, Come on, man. No, I, I can... Well, I was only there for, what the fuck was I there for? Four days? Yeah, that should have been yours, Ross. Yeah. Four days. Four days. Well, you know, I, I don't know. It was hey, over a weekend. It's, <laughs> it's a different, different time. I was fucking 18, you know, 1991, 1990, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Um, um, 1990, I guess. Uh, I was 20 or so, 1920. I don't even remember. Lived in Atlanta. Fucking, yeah, it was fucking bullshit. You know, fucking just trumped up charges. However... There, there is a little bit of there's a little bit of fucking get back to the motherfucker that set me up. This is actually an entertaining story. All right. So All right. I get out of jail and everything, and I, I'm on tour with Pantera. We're at Ozfest. We're playing Lakewood Amphitheater in, in Pantera, uh, in, in, in Atlanta. Um, Pantera's headlining uh, right under Ozzy, I guess, or Black Sabbath one of them. Um, and uh, who comes up to me but that dude fucking that set me up? His name is fucking Marcus. Fuck him. Uh-oh. And he goes, "Hey, man." Hey man, remember me? And I'm standing there with Steve J, who's doing the pyro for Pantera, with uh, partner with House of Shock as well. Um, he, I, and I go, yeah, I remember you, motherfucker. And I go turn to Steve J, I go, you know who this motherfucker is? And he thinks I'm saying that's my buddy Marcus from fucking way back when. This is the motherfucker that set me up on all the fucking Trump fucking drug weed charges and fucking set me up to get him out out of his fucking bullshit. Really? Uh, I said, dude, I didn't do that, bro. I didn't do that. And I'm like, motherfucker, just get. <laughs> Get away from me. I'll have you fucking thrown out of the goddamn fucking arena. Just get the fuck away from me. So I go back <laughs> backstage and uh, sitting in the dressing room with Philip. And I go, dude, you will never believe who the fuck is out there. And uh, he goes, yeah, I don't know. I, who the fuck's out there? Sasquatch? I don't know. Fucking uh, <laughs> Marcus, the dude that set me up on all that fucking bullshit. And he goes, really? He goes, well, fucking take notice, motherfucker. You know, and... Um, he uh, goes out there, and, you know, halfway through the set, you know, he does this, Weed Smokers of America, like, let me hear you. You know, it's like, ah, I want to let you know that there's a fucking narc out there, and his name is Marcus, and I want all <laughs> you motherfuckers to know it. I want to hear you. Marcus is a narc. Marcus is a... 20,000 people are fucking chanting, Marcus is a narc. <laughs> and, dude, a fucking chill went through me. I'm like, yes, it, it doesn't exactly make up for everything I went through, but it's fucking killer. That's you know, awesome. Dude, awesome. a little bit of get back goes a long way, man. Uh, fucking, uh, oh, it's a fill on that one, man. Thank you. He, he <laughs> had been shit in his pants trying to get back to that parking lot. <laughs> I know. Like, but the story actually continues where the motherfucker did get the last word because then he pointed me out to fucking venue security and goes, that dude you see on the side of the stage, the big fat dude, he hit my girlfriend. Oh. So then I go sit in Lakewood Amphitheater Jail and fucking, you know, and they want to throw me off the property. I'm like, I'm, I'm with the band. I'm on the bus. Where do you want me to go? I can't go anywhere. Uh, so they, they confined me 
and and uh, uh, to the bus, and it was July 4th, I remember, because the fireworks were going off, and me and Philip were sitting in the back of the bus in protest, fucking just drinking and fucking saying fuck now. That's fuck. Fuck, it, man. fuck the Falcons and all that bullshit. That's right. Assholes. Yeah. Assholes. Fuck the wrong guy. Hey. Right. Fuck right. Savannah, Georgia. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rum. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. It's your oh, fault, Justin. It's my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. Okay. What else? It's over. Well, well, Ross, is uh, we, we're pushing about a hundred, uh, an hour and twenty minutes, man. We were only allowed uh, like an hour on the the show that they uh, they promoted. <laughs> There's a whole lot of jackassery that you can remove out of this fucking interview for sure. Oh no, oh, no man, that's why we leave. We I'll just edit out the spaces. It's pretty good. The, <laughs> the silence. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of silence. That's the whole thing. We were always talking about something stupid. That's that's the, oh, that, that's, that's the what key. the people love. Yeah, you should go back and li- you should go back and listen to some of the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. Um, All right. Well, very good, fellas. I, I had a good time, man. And, and uh, send me a link when this goes up. All right. Well, thanks again, Ross, for coming on our show, man. Um, it was an honor to have you on here. Hopefully, we'll see you at the the, the house of shock. Okay. Thanks very good. Sure. Appreciate it. All Thank right. you. Thank you. Later. Later. All right. Well, that was Ross Compliment of the House of Shock, man. He was a good good guest, man. He had a lot of shit to say. He had some really cool stories, man. It was awesome. Glad to have him. Uh, but we are pushing our limit of time, like I said before. So, any of you guys got to say anything? Just a good show. I'm glad everybody's listening. Uh, make sure you go to the House of Shock sometime in your life. Yes. And also check out our website. It has been updated with some several things. Oh, some very sick shit going on on the website. Yeah. Check it out. It has been updated. So, yes. Remember, I'm your host, Wayne. <laughs> that was Captain Enthusiasm. Bill. And that's. <laughs> And I'm the rum guy. <laughs> and remember, people, to <laughs> keep it metal! That's it.